1: available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast.
0: This is Play Me, Canada's national digital theatre. Each week, we take some of the hottest plays and transform them into contemporary audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen.
4: And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome back to Play Me, Today we have the second installment of the Tarragon Theatre's Bunny by Hannah Moscovich.
0: It was originally commissioned by the Stratford Festival in 2016 and is currently on stage at the Tarragon until April 1st, 2018 in Toronto, Canada.
4: If you'd like to see the live production of Bunny, you can use the promo code BUNNY20, which will give you 20% off tickets. Just go to playmepodcast.com. And under the Listen page, you'll find the promo code and a link to buy tickets. And if you're enjoying Play Me, we encourage you to rate and review us on iTunes. There is no better way of helping us get the word out about Play Me. And if you do rate us, be sure to send us an email with your username before April 17th, and every verified review will be entered into a contest to win a copy of Hannah Moscovich's script, East of Berlin. You can find our contact information on our webpage.
0: Aroused by inappropriate love, a young woman discovers the power of her own allure. Dangerous and disorienting, Bunny is a play about repressive social convention, personal inhibition, and desire
4: unleashed. Bunny was written by Hannah Moscovich and features Gabriella Albino, Mev Beatty, Rachel Cairns, Matthew Edison, Cyrus Lane, Jesse Lavercomb, and Antonio Fori. The original theatrical production was directed by Sarah Garton-Stanley. Last week on Play Me.
2: Let me catch you up on Sorrel. No one, no one except her teachers, noticed her much. That is, until she turned 17. The boys at her small Ontario high school were suddenly horny for her and very confused. She was a hot dork. In one school year, she kissed 19 boys and won all the science awards. I have a, um, a quick question about my um, exam.
3: If you want to contest your grade, it's better to come to my office hours, we can-
2: You wrote on my exam,
3: you wrote, come see me. Oh yeah, you, you scored 100%. I like the class. What do you like about the class?
2: I knew when I came to university that I would learn, but I didn't know that I would feel closeness to someone else's mind.
3: Uh, I need your permission. I told a couple of the other students that someone had scored 100%, and they asked to see your exam. They want to know, well, I suppose they want to know what perfection looks like.
0: This is episode two of Bunny.
2: Sorrel was more curious about the professor than she'd like to admit. She'd casually criticized him to Maggie. A course list that was too fashionably obscure. (laughs) (laughs) Too self-satisfied with his, albeit uncanny, ability to speak in full paragraphs... (laughs) Too much party-ready cologne for an 11 a.m. undergraduate class in modernist lit. (laughs) And a pedagogical style that veered a little too into rock star territory because of the flesh-colored microphone taped to his cheek. (laughs) But at night, her subconscious featured him in her dreams, and she woke up feeling... Royaled and resentful towards whom she wasn't totally sure.
5: Bunny. 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 Sorry, yeah. You're all oh, oh pale. Um, or um, no. I something happened. No, not, no. Ooh, what happened? Something bad?
2: No, I just I got uh, singled out by a prof and which one? Uh, And uh, also, I worked until 4 a.m. last night, and it was—I should have gone home. The owner's son came in. He had to repair something, some shelves behind the bar, and we drank a bottle of gin, and—
5: And you fucked him. No,
2: (laughs) I— No. You fucked him. No, we drank a bottle of gin, and then I... Fucked him! No, I... I don't... Yeah. Well, I don't do that that often. I just, it's just that i was so drunk. Like, so drunk so
5: much gin, and... I fucked a Marine in a bar in Amsterdam, and that's why I have Lola. That That's... What? I went to a clinic in Prague because I kept throwing up down the side of the car I was in, and it was, I was pregnant. And I got on the phone with the Marine Corps, and I said, I met a Marine, and now I'm pregnant. I don't know his name. Do you have any photographs of, you know, Marines? <sighs> and that's how I found out he'd been killed in a training exercise, and he had no family, and and my mom, had she'd had cancer, and she'd said, I won't get to see my grandchildren, but... <laughs> She didn't mean it because she was so fucked up when I came home from my art trip and I was four months pregnant.
2: It's funny. What? You, you're funny. I mean, I'm just glad this... Uh, you...
5: You're weird. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to say you like me? You feel close to me? Yeah. Good. I feel the same.
2: I had been um, not asking you about
5: Lola and why you, if she, how you. A Marine in Amsterdam. Huh. And my family there. They... Have I told you about my brother? No. Carol. He's a politician. He's probably going to run the country. He's attractive in a bland way his face doesn't have a lot of character it's very simple like a child drew it on him i mean he's handsome that's what i'm trying to say you'll meet him and you'll understand everything about me and my family and who i could have been and you'll wonder how i got so off track (laughs) off track maggie (laughs) (laughs) yeah the next time
2: sorrel's professor came into the bar he stayed until closing reading an obscure book of literary theory and making notes in the margins and smiling to himself over jokes or perhaps errors in the text. Sorrel stood behind the bar, staring off into the middle distance, her lips slightly parted. She has to admit to you that she knew her lips were slightly parted.
3: Oh yeah, it's... Empty. I'll... It's your bell. I'll go. (laughs) I was trying to finish it. Uh, Any good? It's by one of my former students. It's not. It doesn't come together, but there are a lot of good lines in it. And I don't know, maybe good lines are more important than coherence. (laughs) I'm not good at good lines, so I might underrate it as a... Mm,
2: No, you were in here a few weeks ago and you said this thing to a woman. You said, I like the shape of you. I thought that was a good line. Listen in.
3: Yeah. Is that allowed?
2: Yeah. Encouraged. It is. Mm -hmm. All of us stand behind the bar and gossip about the customers. We try to work out who has money, who has a big dick. Our guess is that you have both. Oh, God. Sorry. That's... Sorry.
3: Um... (sighs) That's okay.
2: (laughs) I've been working here. It's... A very, uh, there's a lot of sex that happens in the bathrooms.
3: <laughs> that encouraged too? It's
2: made me crude, I think.
3: No, it's okay. Everything's gotten so informal. Has it? Mm-hmm. Students have taken to commenting on my looks in the student evaluations. <laughs> His class was thought-provoking and nice smile. Three exclamation points.
2: <laughs> That's very... <laughs> it,
3: yeah, inappropriate and flattering are the two... <laughs>
2: Who was she? The woman you said I like the shape of you too. My wife. Is she a professor too or a uh, former student?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. She's an obstetrician.
2: <laughs> um uh I should I should yeah. Uh,
3: you seem nervous drink that it might help
2: I might not seem like the type but in high school I kissed a lot of people 19 of them and you can't do that not at the high school that I went to without there being social consequences bunch of the girls came up to me and asked me if I traded blowjobs for cigarettes and you know what I said I was so stunned I said I don't smoke and you're smiling but still and after that I had a boyfriend and he was captain of the football team and very good looking but I think I only dated him because I didn't fit in very well or and I was trying to Scrape together a social group or fix something about myself, so that wasn't very nice.
3: Can I ask why you kissed 19 people?
2: They wanted to, so badly. They were so pent up because, I don't know, they were high school boys.
3: You, you're, you. There are a couple of books I think you'd like. Yeah? I'll lend them to you.
2: You want to recommend some books? That's what you, what do you normally do in this?
3: Uh, 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 this isn't a, I don't have a thing I normally do. I didn't mean to, I'm not sure if if this is, if this Yeah.
2: In Sorrel's defense, there was a drone of self-disgust afterwards. Incessant, high-pitched... Bunny! There were other feelings as well, but those she would rather not admit to.
5: You're all fucked up. Something happened? No. What happened? Carol! My brother's here. Carol, come meet Sorrel! Come talk to her. I have to finish dinner.
2: So, this is your
5: house. Yeah. There's an Andy Warhol in the bathroom. Look out for it when you take a piss. I told you. I come from... (gasps) Carol. This is Sorrel. Two wonderful people. Eat. Mom, do you have Lola? (laughs) Um,
1: I'm Carol. You're
2: a politician.
1: No. No, I I follow politics, but no. I work for our father, the family business.
2: I, I thought Maggie said...
1: No. I mean, she might have said that. That's Maggie, she embellishes. Well, she did it a lot when she was little. Like what? Oh, uh, well... Maggie used to be very horsey. One of those horsey girls, did you know that? No. She'd say her horse bolted into the forest and she'd made friends with the wildlife. Then you'd hear from her instructor, Maggie briefly lost control of the animal. (laughs) But I think Maggie, the horse riding was good for her those high school years. Kept her out of trouble with boys.
2: Huh? Huh? Wish I'd found horses.
1: Why, you got into trouble with... uh, Sorry.
2: No, I'm not...
1: Maggie says she's closer to you than anyone. She was very close with all those horsey girls growing up, I thought, but she says no, those horsey girls were appalling, and you're more her...
2: Maggie's my first friend, which sounds like an embellishment,
1: but it's not. And I shouldn't say embellishment, it's optimism. I told her I want to run for office someday, so that's how she sees me. That's nice. Poor Maggie. I'm ten years older than her. It's got to feel like she's got three parents sometimes. She only needs two. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Maggie says your parents are... Yeah. Hippies? Marxists? I know a lot of folk songs. <laughs> oh. So does that mean Maggie's the daughter of, uh... Capitalists. <laughs> Capitalists? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're probably capitalists, yeah. No, yes, it's just I tend to think of myself as a businessman or a young professional, not a... (laughs) (laughs) And capitalists in your family were... Monsters. There were capitalists under your bed? (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, Nothing. Oh. Nothing. Uh, uh, Maggie said something about what you look like, but you're... Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, uh, I'm fuckable. Oh. I've been
2: told. I've been, sorry. Uh, uh,
5: I don't know why I said okay. that. It's okay. I brought it up.
1: So uh, where are oh. we eating? Veranda. Great. I'll uh, take my drink out there.
5: Yeah. So that's my brother. Why are you fucked up? What's happened? Nothing. Nothing's happened. Was it on the side of a road with a garbage man or?
2: No one. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Max, it's. It's nothing. Let's just go and have more adult chit chat with your brother. Max, it's nothing. It. It. Okay. I fucked another person, Hmm. a professor. My professor of modernist lit, so do you still, (laughs) do you still, (sighs) maybe this is stupid to you, but um, when I was in high school, I did a lot of things that was not as bad as fucking lots and lots of like so many, and there were girls that looked a lot like you and they loathed me.
5: Loath. I love you. What? I love you.
1: <sighs> we do have a very nice front hallway. There's some art. The uh, stairway is very nice, architectural. The floor mat is okay. Also nice. Go through.
5: <laughs> Let's get Sorrel a drink.
2: When Carol called and formally asked her out, Sorrel agreed because Carol was a businessman and had a lot of authority on the phone. When he picked her up in the lamplight, she saw the insignia of a very expensive car, and she couldn't help but enjoy how horrified her parents would be at the waste of leather and shining metal, at the conspicuousness of the consumption.
1: Okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> you look uncertain, or... No. Maggie's nickname for you is Bunny. Are you...
2: Are you going to talk? Are we going to talk? I'm... Waiting for you to...
1: To what? To...
2: I... Yeah. I mean, sure, we can keep talking, but I'm...
3: uh, um...
1: If if you... If you like me, it isn't easy to read that from your... If you hadn't kissed me, I wouldn't have known it. I do like you. You kissed me, and that's good. I want that, but I'm not sure what's happening, and I don't... Uh... I don't have a lot of time. I run a... Look, sure, we can fuck.
2: No, uh, let's uh, talk. Let's talk. What... What were you like in high school?
1: The same. The same, I think. Uh,
2: Why did you ask me out?
1: How you look. And a sense that we'd get along well together. (laughs) What? (laughs) Nothing.
2: I... I like you.
1: Yeah? I'm making it sound... No. ...simple. I don't know is the less simple. I mean, I have colleagues I could... and employees, although, I guess. But you... Maybe it is because you're less of a known quantity, but even that sounds too simple to... Why the nickname? Maggie says
2: I look scared all the time, like a bunny. Uh, (sighs) You thought it meant something else. Something worse. (sighs) Can I ask, what do you want the most? To be a politician? To what, run the country? Sure.
1: Hey, sure. But... Yeah. Yeah. I want that. But more than that, I want a family, someone who will be with me and children. What about you? What do you want?
2: There was something so simple about Carol, so uh, normal. A normalcy tinged with glamour. The way he liked fast cars because they went fast. The way it never occurred to him to let Sorrel pay and when asked to explain why he admitted with self-deprecating charm that it probably was because he was a little sexist. The way he exhibited possession of her. Possession that was unconscious of itself a light hand on her shoulder propelling her, or a couple of fingers on the back of her neck.
3: I've been... waiting. <sighs>
2: um, why couldn't we go to the other one? Booked. This hotel is full of old people.
3: <laughs> no, it's not.
2: Yes, it is. I could tell coming down the corridor, all the TVs are turned up so loud. And there are people with... Um, oxygen tanks at the bar and uh there was a girl the receptionist with a cleft lip i think you
3: feel <laughs> yeah sleazy uh, uh, i don't want to make you feel i mean i realize the circumstances are already on the sleazy side you knew you did know i'm married yeah so i can't you can't come to my house so that means hotels and i can't meet you at your no i'm sorry if No, you didn't. In some way, I. You didn't. (sighs) The hotel makes it seem like this is cheap. (laughs) And it is cheap. My wife's probably at home unloading the dishwasher, and I'm in a cheap hotel with. But it's not just that you're pretty and young, you're also yourself. That's what's attractive. I hope that's what's... I don't think I'm that big, uh...
2: I was reading it in the cab. You like it? Yeah, I like it. I've read it over and over. The Victorians are my favorites. You don't like them? You don't like George Eliot?
3: No, uh, it's surprising, that's all. They're good, they're brilliant, but they're also mostly melodrama and morality, and the only thing women do in them is choose between two men.
2: Uh, uh, Well, I read them in high school, and I loved them then, so...
3: In high school? In high school six months ago? Let's... let's go. Put this back on. Here.
2: No, I want to stay. On,
4: here. I want to stay. No. Put it back No, on. no, no.
2: I said I want to stay.
4: <laughs> that's childish.
2: Yeah? Well, that's what you get when you fuck your
3: students. Stop, Stop it.
2: No. We're going. Come on. Let's use the room. It's paid for. So, so. No, I want you to get your money's worth for this shitty hotel Stop
4: room. It. Stop <gasps> Stop.
2: I don't think you mean that. Or at least not enough.
1: Uh, <inaudible> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you want to? A lot?
4: Yeah. How much? A lot.
3: <sighs>
4: mm. <sighs> A lot. Mm. <sighs> <clears throat> <laughs>
2: stop! Stop for a second, just for a second.
3: Yeah. Did you come?
2: Yeah. Um, i uh. freak of some kind.
3: No. No. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry about the hotel. (sighs) Mm.
2: Sorrel hadn't managed to stop. She has to admit to you that it had happened enough times for her to know the names of the receptionists at the hotels where they normally met. But something about that cab ride afterwards On the way to Maggie's Something about that She'd gone through all the Victorian literature That she'd read in high school And she realized that yes, he was right The main thing heroines did was get married That or choose the wrong man And fall out of all good society And yes, something Something
5: Carol,
2: oh, it's you, I'm sorry. where's Carol Late too. I lost track of yeah, yeah, yeah. he he is Carol's late Max is, is are you okay? Where have you been? The
5: library, library. yeah,
2: the library
5: <laughs> Max, I had a fight with my mother. I need to be patient and give them a minute to get over there. She said, I'm childish. It's childish of me not to expect them to be surprised about the course my life's taken. And maybe I am childish. I probably am. I lie to Carol, too. He doesn't know I have a pack of cigarettes in the freezer. Uh, uh, Hey... And I know why you'd lie to me. I'm his sister. But how can... There are parts of yourself, maybe the biggest parts that you don't want me to know about, but then how can we be friends? You don't say much. I think I see in the way you look at me that we're close, but... Maybe it's
2: that I don't have the strength of character to turn down the attention of a person like a professor. Or... It's some bad, bad part of myself. Oh,
5: come on. You think he's brilliant. It's probably... (sighs) If that's what you're scared of, then fine. I... Fine. It's just a college friendship. I'm not good at this. I know you're not. Why can't you say something? Because... Because... Because! I think I might have had Lola on a whim, but then maybe that whim is the most genuine thing I've done. I need friends who will be nice to me, because even though I'm handling it, my family thinks I'm, and you, you're scared I'm going to turn on you or something, but I'm not, and at a certain point, I need closeness, and I think you're capable of it, but I don't know, maybe that's optimism on my part. I need help. I need... If I am going to be this... person and break the rules, I need... I...
2: Mags, please. I do have the... um... right thoughts and feelings towards you.
5: Yeah? Yeah?
1: I'm sorry I'm so late.
0: tune in next week for the next episode of bunny by hannah moskovich visit Playmepodcast.com to learn more about our shows leave a comment or let us know what you think of our podcast
4: play me is produced by laura mullen and chris tolle the associate producer is pippa johnstone this episode was edited by chris tolle play me is funded by the canada council for the arts and the ontario arts council Special thanks to our partners, the Playwrights Guild of Canada, Factory Theatre, Tarragon Theatre, and the Musical Stage Company. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production. For more information, please visit playmepodcast.com.
3: For more CBC podcasts, go to cbc.ca podcasts.